You are listening to episode one of Chit Chat with a Therapist. This is Chit Chat with a Therapist, the podcast where clinicians are supported and encouraged to create a private practice that they can be proud of. And now, here is your host, therapist, coach, and future BFF, Melissa Da Silva. Hello, today we are talking with Sarah Gilbert. And Sarah is an amazing therapist in Connecticut. She has a wonderful practice where she works with transgender individuals, which is also a clientele that I work with. So we really got to bond over this and maybe came up with a future idea. So if you haven't done so, make sure you subscribe to Chit Chat with a Therapist so you can get updates on new episodes as they come out. So enjoy our episode with Sarah Gilbert. And here she is. Hi, hi. I'm so excited to be here. I think that was one of the smoothest onboarding I've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. I'm prepared. Awesome. So Sarah, what do you do for a living? Tell us. I am a therapist in private practice, and I have a practice in Manchester, Connecticut, so I'm not too far from where you are in Rhode Island. Um, and I specialize in working with the trans community. Um, and I've been doing it for about, um, almost four years now. And I really love it. Um, I work with trans teens and adults. I also work with their loved ones and family members if they're kind of struggling to cope with the whole transition and dealing with that. And I really just absolutely love what I get to do every day. It's pretty awesome. So I have to say that your niche is also my niche. So I specialize in working with the trans community as well. So I can understand how much you love doing that work because it's just amazing work. It's a great community to work with. Yeah, I really love it. I find it rewarding. Yeah. um, Yeah. How long have you been doing it for? Well, I did it a little bit um, at a nonprofit agency that I was at um, shortly out of grad school. Um, But then in terms of really focusing exclusively on that in my private practice, that's been for about the past three years. Okay. All right. And so what is something that you know that other therapists may not know that they probably should with working with the trans community? Well, um, there's a lot there. (laughs) You know, for that very reason, I started doing trainings for therapists this year. There's so much, but I guess the, the main thing that I would say, a very simple step to start with is to kind of really listen to what your client is telling you about who they are, um, what their identity is, what pronouns they want you to use, what names they want you to use for them, and to really honor that. I, I unfortunately have heard from countless clients that they went to see a therapist who um, you know, knew that they were trans, but the therapist continued to keep misgendering them, um, using the wrong pronouns. Um, and just that simple thing can be so disruptive to the therapy process. People can feel so uh, disrespected by that. So I would say if nothing else, that's like a great first place to start is to really listen to and respect what your clients are telling you about who they are. And one of the things I found almost horrifying is some of the stories that we get from like other people out in the community, just saying some like, just stuff. That's just like, they think they have the ability to ask like what's in their pants because they're your corner. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I I was like, 
what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. I, I feel like they have. That. Yeah. It's really fascinating to me because we would not do that with probably any other people, right? Like if, if we just meet someone who is like cisgender and heterosexual, we wouldn't be like, Hey, who'd you have sex with last night? Or what's in your pants? Um, It blows my mind. And it's really sad. So I guess that's another big important tip for a therapist and for like anybody in general, you know, don't ask invasive personal questions, you know, Um, don't ask things like, Oh, did you get the surgery yet? Like, that's, that's not okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't realize like the surgery is not what this is all about. It's not about the surgery part of it too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the work that I do with my clients is, you know, cause they come to me in all different aspects. Sometimes they're coming to me when they're first starting to question their gender identity. Sometimes they're really clear and they want support in mapping out a transition plan. Um, wherever they're at, that's always part of the work I do is to say, look, whether you've already encountered it or you're about to, here's some really uncomfortable questions. Let's figure out how you're going to cope with them. Let's figure out what you might say in response, because I guarantee that some really inappropriate personal offensive question is going to come up at some point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there a favorite book that you have that you would recommend to other therapists? You know, there's a lot. It depends on kind of what population they work with and where they're at. But I guess um, just like a basic starter book, if you know nothing about this and you're interested, would be Transgender 101. I am blanking on the name of the author, okay. but it's it's a great kind of primer. It's it's not too big of a book, so it's not daunting. You know, I think it's maybe like 150 pages, you know, so I think that that's a great kind of first start in terms of working with the trans population in general. And then, of course, there's different mm-hmm. books if you're working with teens and adolescents, just depending on kind of where you're at in your practice. So there's thankfully a lot of good books out there. I think one of mine is Trans Bodies, Trans Selves. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. a great, it's great a resource book. to get in. Yeah. Yeah, I would say if yes. people are really looking to like fully get into this as part of their practice and... Yeah, I, I've had some people tell me like, oh, just the size of that book is kind of daunting. Like, I don't know that I want to learn that much, which, okay, I mean, I love to learn and read, but, um, you know, I can understand that's where people might yeah. be at. So the one-on-one, I guess, is a good start. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So did you always know from when you were little that you wanted to be a therapist? No, actually, not at all. This was not part of my plan. You know, it's really okay. funny how I landed here. Um, for a long time, I really thought I was going to be a fashion designer. <laughs> I was really like laser focused on that for um, like nine years, actually. Um, I ended up in this work. Yeah, it's really funny. I actually ended up in this line of work because I couldn't go to the art school that I got into. Um, I I did a summer program at an art college in Savannah, the Savannah College of Art and Design. And I loved it. And I was going to go there for fashion design. And then unfortunately, just finances didn't work out in terms of me being able to get there. So I took a year off and um, at between high school graduation and college, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll maybe try out this sociology thing. Like that class in high school seemed interesting. Um, and then mm-hmm. it just kind of went from there. This was not at all what I thought I'd be doing, that's for sure. But I love it. It's great. <laughs> and what got you into the trans niche? You know, it's so weird. It's so weird. I feel like my life is a bunch of these like happy accidents, these things that just kind of happen and I just go with it. I actually, I, when I was in grad school, getting my master's in social work, um, my last semester there, my, a couple friends and I were in a group and we had to do a presentation and our topic was cultural competency. 
And a friend of mine who was in the group had the really great idea to put a different spin on cultural competency and focus on the trans community, which I thought was great because I knew nothing about it whatsoever at that point. So for me, it was like a great way to add some depth to our program that at the time it wasn't part of our program at all. I hope it is now. But it was a really great presentation. And then from there, the more I kind of learned about gender identity um, and talking with a classmate at the school who herself, she's a trans woman, I was just fascinated and I wanted to learn more. And I was really, um, what resonated with me was the, the search for identity and self-acceptance and love. And I think as therapists, we're all supporting our clients to work on that, regardless of the presenting issues. So I just kind of continued to, to learn about it. And then after grad school, when I was at my nonprofit agency that I was at, I was the only one there who had like any knowledge at all about gender identity and working with trans clients. Yeah. So I remember at a staff meeting, they're like, hey, you know, we have this trans client who came in. Can anybody help them? And I raised my hand. I was like, well, I'm not going to say I'm an expert, but I do know a little bit. You know, I did this project Mm -hmm. in grad school. I was very transparent. (laughs) And so there was some experience of, of working with clients and continuing to really realize that I loved that work. And so then I just sought out trainings and lots of books, lots of reading. And mm-hmm. yeah, so just kind of the more I did it, the more I loved it. And that's, that's where I'm at in my private practice. What the nice thing about it is we get to pick who we work with. And so this is the majority of my caseload at yeah. this point. And are you incorporating your art design at all into your practice? <laughs> um, I guess in terms of like... The branding side of it, you know, I'm playing around. Um, it's funny that you that you asked that because I was just starting to think about that recently. Like maybe that's not totally lost in terms of playing with like my lo- my new logo and branding and kind of working on some ideas I have for like a new website. I guess that's where the aesthetic can kind of still play a role. And it certainly was fun to um, to use that kind of aesthetic touch in when I got my own office last year and kind of decorating it and creating a space that uh, a lot of my clients thankfully have really positively responded to, you know, they're noticing the the attention to detail and the color coordination. So I guess I still get to use that. That's awesome. So here's my dream. One of my dreams. And yeah, you're now a part of it. Uh, Whoa, cool. I want to start a thrift store for people who are transitioning. And so as you (gasps) probably know, if you have broad shoulders, you can't really fit into a feminine jacket. And so my dream totally, is to be right. able to totally tailor the clothes to fit the people that are wearing them. I love right. it. I'm on board. Sign me up. <laughs> I, I, I can sew, yes. so I can help with that. Yes. I love that idea yes. because that's such an unmet need. I absolutely love that idea because that's yes. such a stressor for a lot of the clients I'm working with. They're like, oh, I'm really excited to transition. I'm ready to go. I can't find clothes that fit me or, you know, if I put them on, they just look weird. Oh, I love this idea. This is yeah. great. Yeah. And also be able to have binders and packers there too for like adolescents yes. who want these things, but don't want to come out to their parents to get the credit yes. card to buy them online. So, right. Yeah. Right. So that's my big dream. It's out <gasps> there now. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. You know, and I'm not too terribly far from you in Rhode Island. So we can totally make this I happen. Know. Are you going to be so great. to our meet and greet? Absolutely. I'm there. I have it on the calendar. I'm really excited about it. Yes. Yes. So anybody (laughs) who's on the East Coast that wants to come to Providence, Rhode Island, Jax Anderson and I are getting together. So we're inviting everybody (laughs) to come. 
and we're going to hang out and take pictures and go to the Waterman Grill and do whatever we want to do there. So, yes, I can't wait to see That's you awesome. I Me too. I'm really excited so, to meet you. And, and Jax I've been talking to for a while online, so I'm excited to get to meet her face-to-face -to -face too. I know. It's, it's going to be a wonderful experience. <laughs> when you finally get to pe meet people in real life, it's just really awesome. Yes. Because you have Absolutely. that connection. Yeah. So I'm going to try to get you to sign up for the Puerto Rican meet and greet, too. <laughs> okay. All right. I've never been there, so that would be a fun adventure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so tell us about your website. Where can we get more information about you and uh, what you do? Yeah. So my website is transitionstherapyllc.com. I just want to give a big shout Amazing out. Amazing name. To... You know what's funny? <laughs> It's so funny. That was actually a happy accident, too, because when I, when I thought about starting my private practice, my initial focus was going to be on life transitions, and so that's how I picked that name, and I was going to do, like, some transgender work, but, but the way I envisioned it was that I was really going to be more focused on life transitions, and then it's just, it's just the serendipitous thing that now that that's primarily my focus is the trans support and, you know, the work with the trans community, I couldn't have picked a better name, so... So it's really it's amazing. Great. It was just meant to be. Absolutely. Yeah. So my website is transitionstherapyllc.com. I just want to give a little shout out to my husband who built my website because there's no way I would have had a clue how to do that. Yeah, I'm really lucky. He's very supportive of my practice and his tech skills come in very handy. Um, he's, he's brilliant. So very excited to have that support. So yeah, that's my website. I'm also on Facebook a lot. Um, I have a business page under Transitions Therapy LLC. I do posts and videos, and um, I just love that. It's a really great way to connect with people and share information about what I'm doing. And you said that you've been doing some trainings. Is there any way that people can get information on that? Yes, absolutely. I'm so, I'm really excited to be building that into my practice this year. Um, I am offering a three-hour training. It's called an Introduction to Transgender Affirmative Care, and um, it's listed on the events tab of my website. So if you click on that website and go under events, the next one is going to be on May 11th, so it's coming up soon. I'm really, really excited about it. Um, yeah, I did the first one in January, and I was like, well, let me just kind of put this out there and see if anybody wants to go. And I had close to 20 people there, and there was great conversation. They were really engaged, and so I was so excited about that, that so many people want to do this work. So I'm really thrilled to be offering it again. Um, and that's, you know, it's, there's a conference room in my office space. So it's, it's right in my building in Manchester and people can get CECs. So obviously we all need to do those every year. So I'm really excited about yeah. that. Um, so on my events tab, the information's there. People can email me to register. Um, and also on the events tab, I have information about a support group that I have started for, um, cis, cisgender spouses or partners of the trans, trans community. Nice. I, I started, yeah, I started, um, a free monthly support group this year because a lot of my clients, if, if their partner or spouses would come in for a session, they'd say like, Hey, I'd love to check out a support group for me. And I thought, well, surely there's gotta be one around, but there isn't. And at least anywhere around my office, there isn't any specifically for the, that unique kind of experience of being like a cisgender partner and trying to figure this out. So I decided to start one and it's been a really good experience. That's amazing because I was at a recent PFLAG meeting here in Rhode Island and somebody traveled from Connecticut to come to this meeting because they didn't have one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I should see if um, you're closer than 
Providence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there's PFLAG meetings. Um, there is one in Manchester. There's several throughout Connecticut. Some of my clients, their partners were saying, like, it's good, but they wanted something specific to, like, that partner experience. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, PFLAG is amazing. I think yeah. it's a great this resource. Yeah, a partner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that would be great. It's, it's a, you know, I, I, I really enjoy doing it. I, when I was in grad school, I, my concentration was group work. So I really like kind of getting that experience of, of seeing people in a group and building those connections, too. So, so it's also it's a little bit good for me, too. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. And I can't wait to see you next month. It's going to be awesome. Thanks. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I enjoyed the episode so much. I just love talking to other therapists and figuring out what they're doing and sharing all the information that they have. So if you are feeling like somebody who's feeling a little lonely out there in private practice, you know that I run a mastermind. Now, this mastermind brings together a small group of people who get together and talk about some of the barriers that they're having with their practice, as well as their success and offer support to each other. If that is something that you are interested in, make sure you go over to MissMelissaDeSilva.com and click on the Mastermind tab. And if you ever have any questions about anything that I'm doing or just want to ask for some advice, feel free to send me an email and I will answer that for you. And maybe I'll even answer it on the podcast. So until next time, keep being amazing and keep inspiring others.